hello, and welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Mills. What's going on, Mills? Um, what an unconventional week that this is. A truly a week that is unlike any other in A Show history. We're recording the show on a Monday. I don't think that's ever happened before. It has never happened. This is nuts. <laughs> Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, even for sure. Um, but Monday, good lord. Um, but I'm excited for this. I'm not excited. Yeah. At some point during this, during our conversation, I will be ordering food and I will be waiting for said food to come. So just getting a few heads up. I'm thinking Vietnamese. Not sure yet, but thinking that kind of avenue. So, you know, we'll see what happens here. Um, what is up with you? Ah, uh, what isn't up with me? <laughs> Turbulent week. I'm. I was originally not going to be the reason that we were going to be recording on a Monday, and then I became doubly the reason that we would be recording on a Monday. Because I, was, I, I originally wasn't going to record this week. <laughs> yes, you were going to be off this week. Yes, and then I said, absolutely. oh, shit, I have to go speak at another conference. And I have, I'm going to be gone right when we record. So I actually leave tomorrow. And I won't be back till Thursday. But you're busy all week because you got a huge event, too. And this is just mm-hmm. rare that our schedules have been so fucked for the past year that we have to go on and all. But... Right? We did not want to not give you guys a show. And I think that was the most interesting part. Obviously, we're doing this on a Monday. Raw hasn't aired yet. You know, we... (laughs) It is literally hours away. It is... uh, It might, hopefully, by the time this podcast will start airing. Yeah, Yeah, we'll... we'll, We'll get you out of here before Raw. But, um... I'm going to keep it a buck. Might not even watch it. (laughs) We don't even have to cover it this week. (laughs) I'm, def- I'm definitely I'm watching it. Don't worry, guys. I'm 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 gonna be part of the conversation. I'll be watching Raw tonight. But um, I'm in between, lying. in between God of War, I'll be I'll be watching Raw. But um, so yeah, we're doing it today. How's, it's unconventional. Um, how's God of War? How's God of War? I've heard so fantastic. much about that game. It's fantastic. It's fan fucking tastic. It's everything that I've I've been waiting for, and well, I think every one of my friends is playing it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm mad. That I have to go because again I'm going to be hella behind for a whole day <laughs> from people playing Listen, it. Man, it, it. If you gotta you gotta treat this like the 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 WWE superstars do and get the whole like kajigger to travel with like <laughs> kajigger. They got a whole cool. setup. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the whole setup that they carry with. I'm I'm sure Kofi. I'm sure Ali. I'm sure all the people who are currently not unified WWE champion <laughs> got <laughs> got their kajigger set up to play games when they're not being included on the show or being jigger is show or something. Jigger is crazy. Uh, we do have an announcement though. I, okay. I can't start without an announcement. Um, Cyrus of the War Report is going to be taking a couple weeks off. Um, he's fine. I talked to him a couple times over the weekend. Um, it's going to be taking a couple weeks off. There's going to be some war report is not ending or going to take a hiatus from what it looks like. There's going to be some guest hosts on the show with Quan. I have volunteered to do next week. So um, 
you already know there's going to be somebody for this week and somebody for next week. And we're, you know, we're sending all of our best wishes to Cyrus as he recovers. And, you know, um, just, look just at you dedicating the night before Thanksgiving to watching AEW. Wow. And, and not only that, I'm, I would have to do amp radio that day and then do, well, actually, no, fuck. I'm, I, I got to cook that night. Quan, that's what I'm saying. Quan, hold me. Let's talk. This is Quan, <laughs> this is what I go through all the time. Just then you know, this is what I go through all the time. Agreeing to something and then realizing, oh shit, more important things are being taken place. Hey, I'm Diddy, baby. Even if I, even if I just, if, if I just, hey, there's no reason that that like we can't make this work. There ain't no reason. Even if we got to do it, well, listen, we'll figure, it's uh, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out for Thanksgiving. If Quan starts at midnight, you know, that will be like nine o'clock your time. It's true. He doesn't have work tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? Well, he'll have to edit the show because I'll definitely be cooking. But um Well, I'm sure Quan will hear this and let us know his thoughts. Um <laughs> Love you, Quan. I I'll let, let's make something happen. I'll I'll definitely do it next week. I'll figure something out. Um, so yes, that, that is your news for, for that. If you, if you know Cyrus, if you know, you see him or you see him online or, you know, you know him personally, whatever, just send him a text and, you know, check in on him say, you know, thinking about you. Hope you're good. Um, and yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. If he hates you, don't, you usually know if he doesn't like you, but, um, (laughs) I don't even know if Cyrus likes me most of the time. (laughs) I, I believe he does like me, but. I'm sure there are moments where he doesn't. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I think that's right. I think, yeah, there we go. I think if he's an equal opportunity, you might annoy him at some various point during your existence, you know, multiple <laughs> times. Um, that's why we love him. That is why we love Cyrus. Um, what else? Is there any more announcements? I, I do want to do, this is an unconventional show, by the way. Um, sure. I wrote nothing. We wrote nothing. All we have is your questions, and that's what we're going to do. Okay. Because there is a little bit of news, though. I mean, if you want to touch on a little bit of news, news. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. Um, all out or not all out? What the fuck is that shit called? Full gear. Um, Full gear. I'm not talking that shit. <laughs> talk that shit next week with the pawn. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Stone Cold. It's, it's literally this weekend. We have to. We always do that. We talk about it. All right. I literally have not, outside of the YouTube clips I saw last week, I have, again, not watched AEW because I've been watching well, we're, the challenge. We're more, we're more or less talking about, um, you know, I, I feel like with this card, you don't really need to know much because not much has really happened um, sure. in the in, since the Punk exit, seemingly, and the Moxley win. So we will just be talking about kind of where the company's going to go. This is their first pay-per-view without CM Punk in a year. Um, CM Punk was supposed to be their long-term guy. And I want to talk about it. So we're going to talk about full gear a little bit. And then we're going to go into the questions okay. or we get into the news that you have. So I'm going to, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to you describe this news. And I'm going to eat on the chip really quick. I'm being, I'm being full transparency this episode. I'm not even trying to hide it. I'm eating. Okay. Um, word. So, <laughs> No, I wanted to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin is rumored. The rumor, the hullabaloo, is that he's been offered another match next year at WrestleMania in Los Angeles, WrestleMania Hollywood. That means the event that we saw last year was not once in a lifetime. In fact, it is twice in a lifetime. 
Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 2023. Who does he face? Who? Um, he turns 58 next month. <laughs> That's okay. He turns 58 years old. The thing about the Mania match. Sure. Was in the building and on TV. It did not look like he had missed many steps to me. Obviously, he's not running the ropes as nimble, but he was still bumping. He was still doing the same punches. The intensity was there. In fact, I thought it was the best he had looked in a long... I thought he looked better there. Like Don't in say terms best of just, in a long time because it's been a long time since we've seen you know, him. That's what I, was, I was correcting myself. I was like, better than what he looked like when he when we last saw him. I would say that. He he was okay. very sluggish, that, that last rock match. And, you know, rewatching that, I was like, damn, like... I thought about, like, the, the Shawn Michaels-Austin match from WrestleMania. When I was like, I, I was just like, why, you know, I was I was watching a review of it for wrestling bios, and I was like, damn, he. I remember as a kid, I had no clue that he was hurt. I had no clue he was that hurt. Even I was just like, why is he like working like this? I was like, does he not like Austin? I was like, the first time I was clued in on like something's not right, you know. Sure. But um, Austin, the same thing. It was like something's not not quite right here. But in terms of like who he should face, I mean, you got you got to go with somebody that he, that could also protect him in the same way. I don't think you're getting an AJ Styles match out of this guy. You're not getting a, you know, big time. You're not getting a Roman match out of Austin. That's just not, that, that's not what they should be doing right now. You got to go with somebody that's also an equally big, big star. And that was the biggest star of, of his, um, of his period as well. You got to go with Cena. He's already done rock. You got to mm. go with John Cena. See, that's a good one. That's a good one, even though I'm also like, it's a, it's a big spectacle match, and I think John Cena could absolutely sell the match. Um, but I don't know. So the, I've heard that. I've heard Austin versus Punk. Um, I'm in the clear minority of Austin Rock 4, <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, I like, well... You know, it would be great, honestly. If Triple H could still work, that that would be a great... Like, they've never went one-on-one at WrestleMania. It just has yeah. never happened. And Injuries and stuff be, stopped that from happening. Yeah, so much stuff had stopped it from happening. Like, that was the one-on-one. And and then also them booking it for WrestleMania... The, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania 17 instead of WrestleMania 17. Which, you know what, fair. <laughs> the Rock versus Austin. Bigger, bigger marquee match. match. Um... But man, I can't see anyone on this current roster. It would have to be a Cena. It would have to be a Rock. It would have to be a Roman. That go? Would you? Would you? Would you care to see if Roman went against Stone Cold Steve Austin? I think no. that's the biggest. I think. Listen, come on now. We've seen Roman do magic, magic with people who can't wrestle. You tell me who, that Stone. Who? who, who I'm sorry, wrestle? sorry, people. I'm sorry, people who are not like older. you know, older. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, you would like, I felt like you were sending shots at Goldberg or Logan Paul, and I was like, I'm not having. No, any of it. I was saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. First of all, <laughs> first of all, if I send shots at Logan Paul, you better accept that. But I'm not sending shots at Logan Paul. But well, why should I accept that? <laughs> because it's me versus you. Like Logan Paul better than me. All right, you're right. That's true. Um, but 
No, I think uh, I think he's done magic, and I think he's on this tear, and he think, and I think quite honestly, like Stone Cold Steve Austin WWE Championship, can he do it again? Roman Reigns, will he do it again? I'm not sure how you book that match. If this is no 2001 Austin booking where he's coming up, where his music is still playing at the end anyway, or Mike, who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> but well, here's my thing. Here's my thing okay. with that. People have already theory crafted Roman versus Rock in their heads, and there's nothing that they're not you know they're not thinking about. And I and I just think the st- the story angle of that is yes, again the same with <clears throat> with Cena. There's a certain mm-hmm. level of story and theatrics that I feel like Roman does really well, and I don't know if that matches well with where Austin is physically right now. You know. Um, okay. There's a there's a lot that he'd have to do, <clears throat> and there was a lot that I would have to overcome watching him get up from three spears and shit like Amen. that. Like, <laughs> like you notice he only hit Logan with one. You notice he only hit Logan with one, and I thought that was really good story. That was really good storytelling to show that that's gonna put him away. Nothing else could put him away, but that will because you know that's just where it was with Austin. His 58-year-old ass is not getting up from a, a spear, but we want to see it because we want to believe in that. With Cena, oh. he's still young enough that okay. we could get that over. You know what I'm saying? Like they, we could we could still have the theatrics, but still have Austin kind of kick out of some of his stuff because he's old too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the story with the, these two is with old, yeah, he's oldish. Yeah, he's oldish. But I think the story with those two is that I ran, I ran it. For however long, and Cena said, "Well, I ran it for however long, and we never faced each other. Let's see who really was the. Well, I, I think you battle the battle of, of the generations, battle of the box office. You know what I mean? Like who who had it most? Because yeah, Rock get, Rock made money. He didn't make more money than Austin. Yeah, Rock made money. Let's just be clear. Let's be honest. He didn't make more money than Cena. Those are the two box office draws to to the company. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you got to go. I mean, Cena already had the Roman match, and that's where that's where that went. But it's also a match where." You don't know who's gonna win. It could be either of them winning, and this could realistically yeah, be Austin's. Yeah. It could be Austin's final match ever, but it will also be to me a a good, not a good send off for Cena because I still don't think that would be his last match. But it would be another like another another bow on his hat. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yo, he be Austin, and he never got a chance to face him. It just it just it makes too much sense to me for it to be Cena in Austin, but. If it was Roman, I wouldn't complain. I would just be like, damn, I guess Rock is pussy. Like, I would be like, yeah, I guess he really is a <laughs> I guess he really is pussy, bro. Listen, man, if there's anyone, if there's anyone who I believe could put butts in seats for getting people in the building and getting people hyped, listen, we remember the day after Kevin Owens challenged Stone Cold Steve Austin to that promo. Do you remember the drone flying in the desert? Yes. Riding up to the back of a pickup truck and Stone Cold Steve Austin cutting one solid, amazing promo. The first promo we've heard from him in, well, the first promo that he has promoting a match in years. And the goosebumps you felt. All you need is that magic. Like, I think Roman, don't get me wrong, Roman versus Rock, Austin versus Cena. That's two big mm-hmm. box office things. That's like day one, day two. You know what I'm saying? But that's like I want to. I want to. I want to get back to something else you said, <clears throat> and I don't. I don't want you to be the minority, because as much as I like Austin Cena, I do like Austin Punk too, and 
if you're gonna bring punk back meals and you're gonna make mm. that happen mm. i would make punk the real kind of attraction that he should have been in AEW, where he does this match goes shows up on raw maybe gets taken out by somebody and then we don't see him till SummerSlam, and then he has that match with that person and then we don't see him again until survivor series I feel like I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying I feel like personally, and if there's anyone that could sell the match itself, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That man can sell anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the Punk currently, as it's a it's an idea in my mind, I look at Punk and Austin. I'm like that would have been cool like ten years ago. <laughs> like you gotta build Punk up. You definitely yeah. well do do you do you though well well you know what you're right because I say this right now and I and I really I really truly believe it because I mean look at how AEW's dancing on this nigga right now. Like his stock is at his lowest. He's never his stock has never been lower than it than than being kicked out basically unceremoniously from two major wrestling companies and coming back to one. They definitely would need to make him look good uh, coming I back mean, into WWE this. will shine him up. WWE will shine him up. They 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 have a lot of more tricks up their bag. And just like send you out there and winning a bunch of matches, they'll do all types of collaborations. They'll do all types. They of are suddenly they are dancing on this nigga right now on AEW. They are they don't give a fuck about this nigga no more. And I fully believe WWE realizes that and like, oh okay, listen, if you need to make you hot again, we'll make you hot. That's just what we do. We're in, that's what we're in the business of. We're in the business of making people hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think they could absolutely do that. Um, but that's you know that's the only bit of news I care to talk about this week. There isn't anything like grand or anything. I think nothing's bigger than Stone Cold to me. Seeing Stone Cold live in any year is like all right, that's bucket list. It's a spectacle because he, yeah, he's incredible. He's incredible. Um, the room. I wanna I wanna call the pops for for Mania. Okay. Stone Cold, top three. I'm not going to put them in order. I don't remember. But top three, <clears throat> Stone Cold, Glass Shatter on night one. Night two was still good. Glass Shatter on night one, God level. Okay? Like, they were ready for this nigga. Second big pop, got to say it, Cody. Room shook. Room fucking shook. Third one, Bianca winning the title. Hmm. Okay. Bianca winning the title was... To say the least, what was a was a moment. I swear, I swear to you, I've never seen so many people in a room for the. She was probably the most popular babyface on on the show, and that's up there with Brock. All of them. I love it. I love it. That's what we're here for, right? Like this is yeah. what we do. Um, you want to talk about full gear? Let's talk about full gear. <clears throat> it's airing this Saturday, week before Survivor Series. I. I, I gotta say that like I, I the the talk is very muted for this. I'm not I'm not trying to point it any direction. I'm not trying to do promotion wars. The talk's real muted for this one. Mm-hmm. I think there's several reasons why. I don't I mean, think the TV's been hard and see why. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think the TV's been. And the thing is, Mills, this is a car. Okay, without Kenny and them, fine. But I think even with Kenny and them, this just looks like a AEW two twenty um twenty nineteen card. 2020 card, you know? I don't even think so. To me, like, you have, like, four or five pay-per-views a year. You have 
less than twice the amount, maybe twice the amount of WWE has. And I feel like by the time you hit these pay-per-views, there should be a direction for the biggest people featured on this card. And then, of course, you want to feature other people for sure. But to me, I look at this card and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Because to be honest with you, I haven't been keeping up. Um, but I look at it and say, what the hell is going on here? Um, I would say the match that should be the most important on this card. I mean, the, there's the world championship match, which is obviously the most important. But to me, the match that should be the most important on this card that to me has not really stuck out yet because I think they fumbled the bag in terms of how they release this information is Britt Baker versus Soraya. Yeah. Right. It is Soraya's return match. It is her first match back. This is her getting back in the ring. This is essentially AEW's opportunity to say like, we have two major women stars colliding going head to head icon versus icon in wrestling wait and i feel like they... wait <laughs> who's the first um, icon okay you know like icons like akon but icon versus icon is a little bit better akon <laughs> versus icon is nuts <laughs> Jesus Christ! Almost choked. I was like, Wait, what? This is why you—you're on full for eating doing the damn. Uh, I was drinking but water. No. <laughs> well, listen, take it easy. Um, <laughs> but no, I feel like the way they brought back Soraya. I feel like my opinion is, um, in terms of the reveal of her being able to work, it really should have either been done the second week that she was back. Or they should have delayed the entire thing and brought it a little bit closer. Like, I feel like us having to go through three weeks of Soraya pretty much, like, essentially doing nothing. And people wondering, like, is she going to work? And then she does something physical. That's how you know these people aren't in the business of professional wrestling. She did something physical weeks ago. And that should have been the reveal of when we got the moment of, like, okay, she can return back to the ring. It's the Daniel Bryan moment when he got hit with the Haluva yeah. kick. And and yeah, and the pop-up power bomb on the on the apron is like, okay, he's ready to go now. Like he makes them he makes a moment. He says, Listen, I can go in the ring, I can do this, the doctors have cleared me, et cetera, et cetera. I'm ready to take care of AEW. And then Britt Baker comes out. Then Britt Baker says, This is my division, you ain't gonna take it from me. Like you, you and then they have the promo essentially that they had this week, but they have it like five weeks ago. Well, I think then the other reason they, Go ahead. The other reason is a lot less important that than it should be is that you got nine. <clears throat> you're possibly looking at be looking at eleven matches on this card. There's only nine announced right now. You still got a go home show to do and rampage, which they announced fucking matches on that too. But um, it's like match number like six of eleven. You know what I mean? Like there's no levity because you're gonna see so much wild shit on that show before you even get to the Soraya match. They're, to the point where it's like, damn, like whatever, <laughs> like people won't won't care. Not to mention that they don't care about the women in AEW in general. I'm just talking about the fans, not saying like, you know, anything yep. else. But yeah, like, like they don't really care anyway. So like the moment that you get them to care is that you take away a bunch of the gaga and the bullshit around them and make that a big deal. That should be like the number two biggest match on the show, and it doesn't really feel that way, you know. And uh, well, I w- what I will say is. 
they finally at least put more than one women's match on this card because there are three. I mean, I think they've done two before for sure, but there are three women's matches on this card, which is great for the women just in general. Two, now, two and a fucking half. Let's be clear. Like that Tony Storm match is heatless. Like Tony is the champion. Half, that two and a half you said could have been extremely problematic. <laughs> and I'm glad you said the Tony Storm match. Oh, oh God! <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm, I'm talking I was, about Tony Storm. I'm talking about Tony Storm. Um, I, w- I right. wouldn't even think about, it, but um, because it's a heatless match. Like Tony gets the title match, and she's got the title, but Britt gets the bigger match. Tony shouldn't be doing. Jamie Hater, really? She, d- d- Paige should, or Soraya should show up and face the champion, not the person who's not the champion. But of course, you gave it to Tony Storm. That must have been why Britt kept losing the title matches because I was like, "Oh, this is this is what they were setting up for." We should have known that she was going to get something bigger they, than this. They didn't want this to happen because Tony Storm is still interim women's champion, <laughs> and they're waiting for what's her face to come back. Um, what else we have on on this card? Um, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. What happened to Darby Allen, man? What happened? Facing old niggas with Sting. He's with Sting. Sting been holding him back. It's time you put that man in the dirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you're, get the to Darby then you're gonna get the Sting Darby Allen shit. Just like we want to see that either. Just no, not really. It's, it's kind of the same as the the Christian Jungle Boy shit. Old nigga versus young nigga. And the old nigga got hurt. <laughs> now old nigga, young nigga, nigga got... versus. <laughs> you got Luchasaurus yeah. versus. Uh, Jack Perry, I guess I'm not calling him Jungle Boy anymore. Steel Cage match, don't care. I don't think anyone does. Nah, not really. I don't know. I don't really watch it as much as I, uh, we'll see. Um, a fatal four way for the ROH World Championship to me. This is the most like, what the fuck is? This? <laughs> but why? Fucking why? The ROH stuff is tanking this sh- the the weekly show from what I see, and then you're giving us more of it. I I I don't get it. Um. Jericho asked for Sammy Guevara to be there, I guess, for for swerve purposes. Um, I'm sure they won't hit each other at all during the match, which is weird. Why don't you just make it a tag match? <laughs> like, I don't know. And then, and then Brian and Claudio are, are in the same stable, too. Yeah, but I think they're having, like, problems. The last, last thing I saw before the challenge debuted was Brian and Claudio are having issues. Or Brian is rather having issues. Brian is soft. He's soft turning to a heel is what essentially is going on. So they so they they basically made him lose mad take mad mad matches, right? Turn him face again. And then they're gonna turn him heel again in a year. So his his whole thing is face, heel, face in one year. Is he the new big show? Might be. I mean only like, why can't they, car is big show. Why can't they Make Daniel Bryan a believable face. Hangman Page nowhere to be found on this. Of course, he's injured um, right now. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping, you know, wishing the best for him. Uh, you have the Eliminator Tournament final. Don't know who these two are going to be. Haven't been looking at those either. Um, uh, damn. To be honest with you, it's no one you're going to want to see. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. No one you're going to want to see. Trust me. Acclaimed and swerving our glory at the third time. I'm like I. For for a promotion that says they don't do the rematches like they like they were touting, like we we're not WWE, we don't do rematches like that. This is the third time we've seen these these this team fight in two months. Hey man, 
I mean, they got something with this one. This has been a like a long from pay per view to pay per view, and they've managed to keep keep people invested only because people liked the acclaimed more. Um, yeah, it's not a. <laughs> it's a. It, I would say that's a bright spot. It needs a stip for the third time for them to do this. It needs a stipulation. I mean, their niggas is getting kidnapped. This is a blood that's feud true. at this point. This is a regular ass match. Give us, you have, give us back Billy Gunn if we win. Yeah, oh, that's a hey. You should book the show. Um, hey man, John Mox, John Moxley versus MJF, and, and I mean again, the 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 dissonance between pay per views is is that he won this off of someone that they don't even talk about anymore. You know what I mean? Like they, he won this title off someone they don't talk about anymore. MJF comes out. They've been doing this kind of face turn thing. They've turned completely. Uh, what is it? Stokes team, the firm, heel, bunch of geeks, and MJF and Moxley are two faces again, two baby faces facing facing off for the title. They just did this a pay per view ago. They can't, yeah, they they can't have just a heel versus a face. I don't know they why can't. they always do this. They always have two baby faces, and the, and I think for the past from the, since the summertime, it has been two baby faces facing off for the title since since Punk and Page. It's always been two baby faces facing off for the title of the pay per view. Why do they yeah. continue to do this? It's, it's, it, and, and, and here's my thing: you do this whole swerve with MJF. It's all signs are pointing to the fact that he's actually gonna he's gonna swerve everything, which is gonna be Russo level stupid if they do that. But I honestly don't feel like it's time for him to win the title yet. I don't think it's time. I don't think so either. Um, I can't see him being a, a much of a pillar right now as Moxley is. Like they need Moxley as champion, even though he's like not. You know, it is what it is. But I think you need Moxley as a believable champion. MJF doesn't even fight. Like he barely has matches, so it'll be interesting if they actually do put the belt on him. Um, weird show. Yeah, full gear, full gear. Yeah. Tune in. Is, is this the is this the um what can I say the least like hyped AEW pay per view ever? Um, I don't know because that last pay per view was kind of ass. Um, <laughs> the... well, I mean, all all signs point to this being. Let's just look at it. all signs point to this being like not great either. Like you got Jade versus Nyla. I mean, let's be real. Uh, Soraya, we don't even know what that's going to look like. MGF Moxley is probably going to be the best match on the show. A four-way clusterfuck, whatever. I mean, I've just it just looks like meals. You can look at all. You can look at this card and be like, I could have watched this on Dynamite or Rampage one day against all I'm these sure people. Could, yeah, no, for sure. Other than the other than the Brit match, the Acclaim match, and the main event, a lot of these are Dynamite main events. Or a, a majority of them are Dynamite main events. Jade is exclusive to Rampage. That's her brand. Good luck, Quan. Good luck, Quan. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Want to get into the questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll we'll pick them. Um, we'll pick them randomly. How about this? I'm gonna shout out a number. Well, actually, you pick a number, and I'll read the question. Um, did I mute you? 
No, you muted you. Anyway. Muted me? Oops, did I mute? No, you did. It was an accident. My bad. Uh, th- 31. No, I said one be- between 1 and 29. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, 16. Think you're an idiot. People are going to think you're an idiot. <laughs> um, okay. I'll give you a heads up. Most of these are still wrestling questions, even though we ask people. <laughs> Listen, came with this, uh, people love what they come for. Um, what's worse? Steven Regal's real man's man or Rob Conway's just look at me theme. And and by worse, I mean more fire. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's thinking about this? This is, this is from Daddy Mac Mac Daddy. Okay, what's up, Daddy Mac Mac Daddy? Not a big fan of you in AEW. Um, <laughs> I mean, more fire. It's got me weird. Oh. Look at me because of the theme. Just look at me was a moment. Hold on. He carried that man for the f- three months that he was here. Like, Hold on. Let me find it. Here we go. Look at this fucking beard. Porn, porn sash. Just look at me. Yeah. Oh, just look at me. That's some that, that last line is some Aryan Aryan bullshit. But um the song sounded like the beginning of a sitcom or like a montage sequence. Which white man was trying to cosplay <laughs> fucking as Bumpy Gums is Bumpy Gums Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think of. I'm picturing someone backstage. Um, well, what was one of the Simpsons? Bleeding Gums Murphy? <laughs> Bleeding Gums Murphy. There you go. There you go. Oh, man. <clears throat> no, it, it, that, I mean, theme alone in, in Porn Stash was, was, was it for me, for Rob Conway. That was it. That's absolutely. Pick another number between 1 and 29. <sighs> it's like the Rumble, except minus like one person. Um. Uh, nine. Nine. This, all right. So I'll read the question. Will Adam Cole jump to WWE eventually? I mean, no time soon. Uh, yeah. No time soon. I, I think the Adam Cole thing is odd because, like, he does seem to be very loyal to where he's at. He does have all of his friends there, regardless of how many people leave or come. Um, he's still got a lot of people there that are, that are, you know, his pals. I think that with the exit of CM Punk, it makes it a lot easier for him to move up. So like, I think he's going to give it the college try and in 2027, God damn, he'll probably reevaluate. I know. He might not even he'll, be AEW anymore. <laughs> he'll have to re- <laughs> he'll have to reevaluate where he is. You know what I mean? Like I, I I think he's solid where he's at, and I honestly feel like like with him not being there, there will be someone that steps into that spot. And I just don't think it'll be the same. Like you know, they they were passing around a video today. It's so ironic. This question comes up. It was the video from him in the ladder match, and he was never hotter in that moment i don't think that when he got the AEW, he was hotter i don't think that when he was in 
you know, PWG, he was ever hotter. He, this, that was his moment. That four or five years he was there was his hottest moment. So it's like, even if he does come back meals, like, I just don't think it'll be the same. It won't hit the same because there's so many people that are like him size wise that are like him, maybe promo ability, maybe electricity, maybe uh, intensity that are like him. that are going to be like him on that roster. I think he never jumps. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a long ass time, nigga. 2027 yeah. is a long time from now. Everybody gonna be in making dough. WWE might not even be making bread like that anymore. 2027. <laughs> like you don't know what could happen. So we'll see. Um another number. Um 13. In a booking world, who are your champions for each current WWE title? In a dream God booking damn. world. God damn. Um, we splitting up the WWE and Universal again. I know we doing that for sure. Yeah, we are for sure doing that. <laughs> I know we doing that for sure. So I think my WWE champion, if we're putting it back on, WWE champion was on Raw. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on Cody. Um, U.S. Championship, I'm giving it back to Bobby. Um, Raw Tag Team, we could just split those back up again, too. Raw Tag Team Champions, um, given who's on Raw, huh? I might give it to... Eh, let's give it a Street Profits. I mean, you know. Well, 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 we could also... We could also I, I, let's just let's just give, make our own rules here. Let's just book people however we want to book them on whatever show. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's oh, what so you just don't even give. A, all right, go ahead. Do do you? No, I mean, go ahead, keep going. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to do street profits because they're there right right now. You know what I mean? I, I think it'd be more fun if we could. We, I, feel like, I feel like if we could, it would be fun if we could we could cherry pick. Um, I'm not. I don't have the roster right in front of me. That's why I'm just thinking this off my head. Women's champion, I would pick Bianca's pretty good, so I'll keep Bianca. It's Bianca. <laughs> keep Bianca. <laughs> um, women's tag team champions, honestly, could be anyone. I'm, you know, what I'm doing putting it back on Rhea and Liv. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Let's do that again. Um. Uh, Universal Championship. I'll keep it on Roman. Roman's doing all right. Um, plus, he'll never even book. Even my dream booking couldn't get the title off of him. Um, oh. Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> I think I might go Shinsuke. I like Shinsuke. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'll do damn there's a lot of tag teams on SmackDown. Um Usos. Why not? Usos killing it. Um and then SmackDown Women's Champion, I will do Shit. Uh gonna go Shayna or Ronda. <laughs> Charlotte. Fuck it. <laughs> That's crazy. I love Charlotte. I, I love Charlotte. Go ahead. I hear that. Do you? Um, WWE champion Cody. Like he has. I mean, it's a shoe in. It's it's the one that his dad wanted. 
Don't don't shift him and give him no damn universal shit. His dad ain't want that one. Give him the give him the give him the big belt. Um, U.S. champion, U.S. champion Johnny Gargano, uh, big U.S. champion. Um, I think the Raw Tag Team Championship should let's let's move let's move that over to the Judgment Day. Finn Balor, Damian Priest, or or they could do like a New Day situation where they um they're free bird it, and they, they and I want them to have it for a while. I think that'd be a cool thing, and Finn will be feuding with Johnny Gargano for the U.S. title, so that jumps back and forth between those two. Um, Raw Women's Champion. Um, I think that if we're thinking about going into WrestleMania, thinking about doing a lot of things with these people, Rhea Ripley should should do. It. I think Judgment Day should have some some gold on that show. They're they're holding it down. Rhea should have the championship going into the WrestleMania. It should be Rhea versus Bianca. Bianca's chasing right now. Um, was that it for Raw? I think that's it for Raw. Um, women's tag team. Oh, women's tag team. Women's tag team champion. Let's put it on. Um, let's put it on. <clears throat> who could it be? I mean, I would love a babyface team, a strong babyface team to have it. I would love if they reunited Shotzi and and uh, what's it? What bad knee? What's it? What's the girl with the knees? Bad knees. Tegan? Nixon. Yeah, Nixon. Reunite them. Nixon Noel. She not even. Yeah. She fake not even there yet. You said <laughs> it's it's our booking dream, right? That's what the question was. In our booking dream. Oh, yeah. What would oh, it be? Yeah. I think those are two strong women's title contenders who could easily flip heel after a bad night one day or something. SmackDown. SmackDown title. Drew McIntyre. Universal. Drew McIntyre. Um, his current feuds are Roman Reigns, Babyface, and Gunther. And that's the big match. Gunther versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Ooh, okay. Intercontinental title. Um, Intercontinental is interesting. There's a lot of ways you could go with that too. I would give that to um, I would give that to um, Santos Intercontinental. Let him yeah. have it. I like that. And he he wins it off a fatal four way. Gunther uh, isn't pinned, but uh, Santos wins it. Um, Gunther says, "Fuck it, I'm going for the for the world title. It's fine." Boom! There you go. <clears throat> um, a SmackDown titles, Viking Raiders. They were owed these titles. They were hey, owed man. these titles. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about Homegirl? <laughs> Show them back she up. Need to, she need to hit the gym, man. She looked real flabby out there, bro. I, I, I she I'm just had a, she had a kid, but the look was very i'm not saying anything about like her body look i'm saying just in general it was very uh, put some pants on put some shoes on it's like half of a black face you're lucky i'm not that offended <laughs> but like <laughs> I, I was just like eh, i don't know about they, this girl but that's what they used to that's what they used to be like in the viking days i guess was a little hey man this is why we ain't in the viking days no more <laughs> You wanted to be like the old days, but it ain't the old days no more. It ain't um, the old days no more. <laughs> listen, man. Uh, I think the Vikings need that, man. I, I think that. Um, okay. Women. <clears throat> oh, man, this is a good Smackdown one. Smackdown women's. There's a lot of women on Smackdown. Smackdown women. I would call up. Um, I would call up. Alba Fire and put it on her and have Alba versus Charlotte at Mania. And Charlotte probably win. 
Look at you booking. They should give you a company in Jacksonville. How about that? Oh, hey, hell no, absolutely not. Um, oh, <laughs> bonus, bonus, NXT, bonus, NXT, NXT champion. Um, damn, that's actually a good one too. NXT champion. Who do I want? Ilya Dragunov, NXT champion. Um, North American champion. I think we're good with Wesley. Give him a long run. Tag team champion, Schism, for sure. Uh, and women's champion, Roxanne Perez. I like that. I'm not going to do NXT. <laughs> but I, I like that. I like that. Um, Pick another number. Um, What have I picked already? Uh, 11. 11. Okay. If you could... Flip the result of only one match in WrestleMania history. What would it be? Oh God! <laughs> I'd I'd have Roman go over. I'm not changing. I listen. I'm not changing Booker. Roman go over where? No, uh, Brock. Of course not. I'm not Roman changing. Listen. Brock. Yeah. If if you if you're if uh, and this is the time he got he was bleeding. Was that the time Seth came out? Or was that the other time? The time he was bleeding, he should have went over. 30, um, 30, that was like 33, right? Or 34. Yeah, it's one of those. That, that one, he should have he went over. I'm not changing Booker T Rock, man. Or Booker T Triple H. I'm sorry. I just, it, it didn't, it, at the end of the day, it did not change much. Like that, that didn't change much about history. They still would have did what they wanted to do. So this is very, um, hmm. If there's one that I could change, it would be. Shit, this is a this is a very tough question, Mister Novaxer. Um, I would have twenty, twenty one, twenty two. <laughs> I'm literally counting Sasha? in my head. Would you have Would you have Sasha win that four way that first year? They did they did the um did they did Mania. You know, I would, but I don't want to waste my thing on that. <laughs> and I think you muted yourself, but um, I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't waste my thing on that. If I had to do one match over, I don't know. That's a good-ass question. Fuck. Uh, there are only 38 manias. <laughs> I'm good lord. I would have I would I got another one. Um I would okay, have then. I would have had Brock go over Goldberg. He didn't? No. I think he, he did lose? at WrestleMania. Nah, WrestleMania? he totally won. Did he? He beat him he beat him for the Universal Championship. No, oh, fool! The first beat time, Kevin Owens. First, first time, the first time. That was a Survivor Series. Oh, no, you mean two thousand four? Two thousand four, yeah. <laughs> I would have. You gotta be. You know, my brain is thinking. Um. Okay, that's a good one. Uh. Gosh, I can't pick one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. J five gave you just two good ones. I wouldn't know. Pick what, one, Mills. Hell. <sighs> 
Damn. Is it that you don't feel any type of way about any of the results thus far? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Not that I don't feel any type of way. It's just like, you know, they come and they go. Um, bitches, they come and um, Saturday, do Saturday. I, I mean, I guess, I guess if I was thinking in your head, if I was in your head, like, um, Charlotte probably not going over Oscar, I think. See, that was what I was thinking too. I was thinking that. So you know what? I'm gonna go with that. That was in my brain, but I felt like I could have picked a much more monumental one. Um, but no, apparently I can't. So I'm gonna go Oscar beat Charlotte and continues the streak. But that then been Carmella real, eventually Carmella will chan Carmella cashes in on Oscar and we still yeah. get the shithole that we get. Yeah, we it, there there would have been no outcome that would have been good for that because it would have still been Oscar nerfing everybody in the division, and it would have been Carmella beating her and Oscar not getting her comeuppance after like three times trying to get the title. Hey man, oh well. Um, <laughs> pick another number. Uh, one. Okay. This one says, uh. Do you guys feel wrestling will ever hit the mainstream peak that the Attitude Era Monday Night Wars had in the late 90s? And what is preventing the industry from getting... Hold on. What is preventing the industry from getting there? Um, I don't think it will ever hit that mainstream peak because I think culture just in general is different. What is that, and what is that peak, though? What, what is that peak, though? I, I think... I think I think we're looking at I'm it wrong. Saying, go ahead. I think we're looking at it wrong. Sure. You think you look you look at what happened in the nineties. <clears throat> that was a lot of first time. That was a lot of first times. It was a lot of first time they had action figures. First time they were in a movie. First time they were in a these are normal accepted things now. Wrestling is absolutely mainstream. You look at the numbers, you look at the social media numbers, you look at all of that. I think it's the I think it's a it's a combination of multiple things why people don't think that it is mainstream right now. One of them being it's not getting 10 million viewers a week. Nothing is unless you're the NFL. Let's just be let's just be clear. Not even award shows, NBA, nothing is getting those numbers. Soccer, nothing is getting those numbers, and nothing ever will. And I think the the, the moment what was that. No, no, no. I was gonna say that's what I was saying. Yeah, like nothing is ever gonna get there. I think in terms of mainstream integration, you see which some things you never used to see. Remember, we see you used to see Stacker Two commercials. Because that was the only type of brand that would connect themselves to wrestling. And now you see mm-hmm. Sonic and Pizza Hut and, and Nationwide Insurance and stuff like that. That's main. That's mainstream, inter, in, you know, that's a mainstream intersection. I think wrestling absolutely still is a big deal. I mean, even AEW is getting crazy amounts of sponsors. I mean, a lot of their pay-per-views aren't necessarily sponsored the way that WWE ones are. And that's mostly just kind of put their name and logo on the actual poster. But, I mean... I think we're looking at it from a different point of view. Like wrestling, they give them belts, you know, whenever anyone wins a title and and they and they post it. I mean, the way people look at how you're integrated into the mainstream is differently. We have to look at it differently now. You have so many avenues to reach people. Back then, you only had linear TV to reach people. And I think that was a large part of it. It's like we, we're not really thinking global here. And this is a global company in a way that they just weren't back in the 90s. So like, I don't think there's anything stopping them from being bigger because they're attempting to be bigger. You know what I mean? And you look at what they did in Saudi uh, two weeks ago. Look at what they did at Clash at the Castle. The, the amount of money they made there is crazy. 
I absolutely think wrestling is 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 at that peak. It's just that we're people are looking at it from a from a different way. I think uh, culture is just different, and the way we absorb uh, stuff is just different now than it was before. And yeah, like you said, you know, viewership is not as big as it was once before. But that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of value within WWE. Um, do I think it'll ever hit that mainstream peak? Like, I, I, it's tough to say because, like Justin said, there were a lot of first times of things. It was the first time, like, we wrestling had kind of like gone to like i remember playgrounds and people doing cross shots and all this other stuff like it was part of really the fabric of america do i think it'll get there now not really because i think there's so much stuff now that is embedded into the american fabric and kind of like just the world fabric in general from stuff that we absorb reality tv popped off there's a lot of um you know the other types of shows uh just other types social media all these other things now so i don't think it'll be as big of a big deal but i still think it's definitely a big deal now um pick another number five i was just on this um if you were opening a modern version of wwf new york what memorabilia would you have on display Um, I would not open a modern version of WWF New York, <laughs> but it just feels like a waste of money. Um, my, version, my version would be um, like Poppy, the club in LA. It'd be a club. Ooh, okay. I could see that. I think I would go, huh, WWF New York. Brian's, um, Brian's Eco's Friendly Belt would be one of them. Um, Kofi Mania. Go... Kofi's tights from WrestleMania would be one of them. Stone Cold Steve Austin belt that got thrown in the river. Um, <laughs> uh, edges spinner belt, just various different things. There will be a lot of memorabilia, just random. Um, the 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 hand that came out of May Young. I don't know what <laughs> of those stuff. Like you know, stuff that people remember. <laughs> Um, there's some cool like that, like Undertaker's uh, Undertaker's uh, uh, cat scan after he got a concussion or mania when Brock beat him. Damn, die lit. Um, <laughs> you pick oh a number now. I can't because I know I see I've seen all of these. I'll um, I'll hit the random generator. Hold on, and <laughs> I'm because I'm running out. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna say something I already said. <laughs> You hit like fucking. You've only done like six. <laughs> um, one through twenty nine. No, fourteen. 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 Good. 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 Fourteen. How did Meals and J Five originally link up? Well, it's our origin never story, sir. We've never linked up. No. <laughs> so we've never uh, linked up. Oh, uh, I mean. <laughs> For, for those who have heard the story before, I mean, I guess you can fast forward about two minutes, but um, me and Meals, we were in Russell Rap in a, in a group chat. Um, I come from kind of being put in there by like Kaz and Emilio. I guess uh, Meals, you found your own way there uh, into the chat. This girl, this girl who Ernest Estime put out a thing like wrestling fans tap in and then this girl like added me in it because i've been tweeting about wrestling and then ernest sma put me in 
and that's how I ended up in Rastle Rap. True story. I I didn't know that. I did I did not know that that part. Um, Listen, you learn something new every day. Yeah. So um, we we had met through there. Um, obviously I was a firebrand in that chat. I was a lot younger than I am now. I would probably not act or do the things that I said in that chat. But um, and I I was editing Mills' pieces for the website, and I he was the only person that was actually. I mean, much like. What he does now, he, he he put his everything into his pieces at Russell Rap. I'm, I'm kind of sad that we lost all of them, but um, you know, I was like, I, I kind of took him and was just like, yo, let's let's just rock out together. And from that point on, I put him in RNC chat and or like the the prototype version of what RNC chat was. It was really early; not many people were there. I think Ty was there, maybe still, don't and a couple people. That part because there's another huh? question coming up. I said, don't answer. Don't you can cut oh, okay. off right there. There's another question coming. All right, up, so don't worry. Well, go, go, ahead that. That go ahead and ask that. Go ahead and ask that. All right, let's go. Um, this is funny. Okay, uh, where's that question? I'll just control F search. Okay, question number eighteen. What was your first impression of everyone involved in RNC Radio? <laughs> that's a better question for meals because i i think i put through everyone in there i i i, I want me to look i'm no i'm pretty sure you did i would say okay so let let me do uh let me see what i can do okay because the thing is current current rnc chat is like way truncated from what it used to be like it used to be way bigger than now it's like a solid like 14 people it's not many people at all I would say Mark, I could tell he was from message boards in the way that he talked. Um, <laughs> yes, he still talks like that too. He typed um, out Nas with a G the other day when we were talking yeah, about yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. G N O Z. Yeah, I was just like, Jesus Christ, Mark, leave it alone. Leave it in the past. <laughs> Mark. No, don't shame him. I don't want him to change. Um <laughs> I'm going to give him shit anyway. I always give him shit. A plus, I thought, I still think it's hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm, I would, just how he's able to put like real life situations and kind of like mimic those situations with same cadence, same way to talk, same way to type, like all this other stuff. I found him hilarious just off rip. Um, you you should have seen him and Mark in the same place at Mania doing the Stone Cold voice. <laughs> One for the English. Brian, I thought was very much so like you know like you reminded me of like Seenster fashion guy fashion sneakers blah blah, blah. like that's what he reminded me. Um, Cyrus. I thought he was incredibly aggy the first time I met him. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? He is no. I think he can just like show up anywhere, and he doesn't really change who he is to appeal to different people. He just kind of says what's on his mind. Completely, um, always angry. Cyrus, is, that is his own. Uh, Cyrus being in a mode, and I and I I love Cyrus. I'm just I'm just saying it like cause I'm thinking about him a lot right now, but. Like he will literally like his his only mode is anger most of the time and just general annoyance yeah. at everything. Like I'm like I'm like damn nigga. Like I know I hate everything, but you really hate everything. Like you hate every goddamn thing, bro. Like I I gotta like 
I gotta call out love and joy from him <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes you gotta drag it out of him. I, I hear Quan try to do it every week. Yeah. Um, Drew. Drew's cool. I don't. I don't have. I, I wish you know. I don't speak to him enough. When I found out he liked uh, some stuff in the anime, I was very surprised. Um, Drew's a nerd. He's a big dork. Love Drew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, LJ Jamal. I met. Yeah, just very young and consumed with like violence. <laughs> very angry. Like, he's not angry. He just really likes. He he finds violence cool. We talk about it on uh, the lookout this week, and he says that's not his brand anymore. And I said, okay. Yeah. Um, Ty. Ty was hilarious because I only knew Ty off the memes that you would show because you have a folder with Ty's pictures of him doing random things with like cards and other paraphernalia, guns. <laughs> guns yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> and all this other shit. Um, Josh P's Casey Veggie song, something, 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 something. Josh P's made me something, something. It's a Casey Veggie song. I think it's called Life. Um, yeah. So I'd known of Josh Pease for like 10 years, but never actually knew. Jo- I was like, oh, when he came in the chat, I was like, oh, that's the Josh Pease from the Casey Veggie song. Um, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, Justin, my first impression was, what is this guy doing here? Because he not was me. at the not, cookout. Not me, no, no, no. The other Justin in our group. So I was like, what is he doing here? Um, because he was at the cookout, and I was like, who the fuck did y'all invite to the cookout randomly? And he was like, oh, that's our pal Justin. And he replaced you. He R- <laughs> he, then he became an RNC, and I was like, okay, all right, cool. He was, he was uh, in your city. Yeah, he ate all your food that weekend. Oh, listen. Man, good for him. Um, Cam, I thought he was super... He's the, the genesis of TYN. Super young. Super, like... I think now he's matured a little bit. I don't want to say a little bit. I think he's matured for sure. Wait, um, where? <laughs> I think he's matured. Nah, he's definitely matured. He's definitely matured. Like if you, from the mo- first moment that I saw him, it was a lot like, you couldn't even get him to be like, he was like, why w- would I ever, sorry, I don't want to put your shit on front street camp, but like th- you were y- way younger than this, but like, we don't like date you know, women or like fuck these hoes and all these other stuff like that. And now he's in a relationship and he's happy and he seems to be moving in a very great direction with his career. And um, I'm happy for him is what I'll say. I do think he's matured. Um, Pat, I thought he was funny as fuck. And there are a lot of members. We're a gang. Rob, (laughs) Rob is... I've known Ugly New York for a long time. You, even you're the one who actually put him. You put him in our chat, actually. You put Robin. That's the one. That's the one that you put in there. Yeah, I put him in LJ. Um, but Rob, I've known with, for a long time. He's very new. With LJ, with LJ, I was like, if you like him, then fine. Like I, I, I didn't know him at all. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Jamal at all. Robbie, I always liked Robbie. I just always did. I felt like he just. And then when I met him in person, I liked him even more because he laughed so much all the time between the stuff that he says. And I thought the laughing is infectious. And he's always yeah. laughing. I like I always like everyone. Laughing. Um good question. 
Yeah, uh, I think that's it. I put yeah, everyone so. in there. I, I, I have no, I have no opinion on any of it because I put. I'm the one who put them all there. <laughs> well, listen, oh, fair. Um, pick a number. Yeah, pick a number. Three. Who's the first heel you absolutely hated? Goldust. I said. I think I said this before. Goldust. It was the I... Razor Ramon thing. I was like, yo, he keeps hitting him in his nuts. He had, he, he he tattooed his name on his titty. I was like, what's going on here? What are we watching? <laughs> Beat his ass. I probably hated was Triple H. He Loved took up Triple a lot H. of television time. Nah, I hated him when I was. I was like, fuck, man, him again. Love Triple H. <laughs> coolest fucking finisher. Swag the the Kango hats. Everything. He was the coolest motherfucker to me. I'm I'm such a Triple H mark. I, I'm telling you, when I when I saw him at the PC, I froze. I was like, "Nah, man, this is the goat right here." I shook my hand. I was like, "I'm not. I'm never washing his hand again." Huge fan of, of, of the H man. Um, pick another number. Uh, seven. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about your podcast co-host? <laughs> you go first. My favorite thing is you, you're trying to be funny. You're trying to be funny right now. And no, yeah, no, 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 no. I have to find it, man. I want to find something, something meaningful to say. Um, my favorite thing is my favorite thing is literally. How much you enjoy doing this? God damn the police. Um should I just wait for them to Alright, they're going away. No, my favorite thing is like how much you enjoy this because there is no way in absolute hell I could do two hundred and sixty six podcasts with anyone else. Like you legitimately <laughs> enjoy um you make it easy to come here and talk about this for 200 plus weeks because you generally do enjoy this and you at sometimes um your enthusiasm about the stuff that we talk about brings me to be able to talk about it because there have been some weeks where i'm just like i don't really give a fuck about any of this stuff but i think genuinely your genuine um enthusiasm and excitement and like interest and in all this other stuff and kind of how you talking um and how you talk about this makes you me, you know, gives me energy and gives me gives me life. Um yes. when we do do these episodes. So yes, that's what I would say my favorite thing is uh you give me life. <laughs> aw, aw. Uh I think my favorite thing about Meals is that he never lets an idea die. You know what I mean? There have been so many times where we've just been like we keep running into walls and I'm like okay let's just think of something else and you're just like no we're gonna we're gonna go forward and do this we're gonna have this idea I, I think it's very easy for me just mentally like I'll just go I'll move on to the next thing and I'll be like okay we can do this separate thing but like you stick to the plan the whole time and you know more often than not it does work out the way that we that that you wanted it to and that's from me saying let's do a patreon right now and you'd be like no <laughs> or let, let's do merch right now <laughs> you're like no let's wait let's do this let's get this let's get this and it always worked out and it always looked amazing it's like you are the you are the strategy behind this whole thing where, where if i'm the energy and like the the enthusiasm and and kind of like that spark you're like the strategy behind it and you kind of take 
even like how strategic you are and like even putting me in spots where it's like, okay, Justin, we're going to do this. How did you just show up here? <laughs> like, it's like, you're like, you know that I'm going to be able to bring it, but you're just like, you know what? The strategy part, like Justin's not so good at that. <laughs> it's, it's just like, I could do that part, but like, you're, you're really, we're really good at kind of making up for each other's, uh, making up for each other's kind of not weaknesses, but um, things that aren't our strengths. You know what I mean? Like the, the things that we might not be be the best at or things that we might falter or fall to the wayside on, we always got each other's back. And, and that's what I appreciate the most. That's beautiful. Shout out to that. Brotherhood. Brotherhood? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, two. You said two? Yeah. Ironically, this is what I've learned from this little exercise of having you pick random numbers. You picked damn near all odd numbers. <laughs> really? <laughs> we have literally most even numbers left to go. And then also you have picked nothing between 19 and 29. So okay. that's interesting. Um, number two, as a fellow podcaster, what do you guys feel has been the key to success to the RNC and the A-Show brand? Um, you guys, the community. I don't think we would still be doing this if we hadn't built at least a little bit of a community. We're able to see it every single day in our Discord and the way people respond to meals on on Twitter or me on Twitter or you know, even if you even if you're not subscribed, you always kind of show us love and I think that that has been the key to success is cuz even as much as excited as I am doing it, I'm only excited cuz I know you guys are listening. You know what I mean? Like if you guys weren't listening and I we didn't see the we didn't see the proof that you guys were then I wouldn't be as excited. But I know that every single week people are waiting to see what you're going to say, Meals, or what I'm going to say, or what Sasha Banks watch is going to be now, or, you know, what, you know, how we feel about just the, the, the state of race really in the wrestling community right now, they love hearing that stuff. And, and I love talking about it because you guys are there with us. And, you know, that makes us want to do this more that that gives meals, the strategy to, to bring you guys the best content and then the coolest things. And, you know, really outside the box activations, like like fundraisers and stuff. And it gives us the energy to kind of be funny and, and, and be the characters that we are. So initially I would have said, and for a long time, I always did say consistency, but I believe that's probably like the bare minimum of something that you need to be successful. Um, and for a long time, I was consistent with, consistent with so many other things that I'm going on, but I really do think it's community. Um, being able to establish, like you said, the people who listen to this, establish this discord of this community of people that we love to talk to um, and share with. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Internet wrestling community and the black wrestling community um, continues to thrive. It's because of the people who tune in and the community that you have. Community might be the most important because, yeah, it's the it's the incentive to keep going on. You can be consistent and we've been consistent for so long. But I don't think we get this far without uh, you guys listening and building a community um, of people. And I've tried that with so many different other things. And it's not as easy. But with the A show, it's just it's come very, very naturally. So, uh, yeah, community. Um, pick another number. Fuck. Uh, 29. <laughs> no Cat Moss says. Wow. Um, how much do you factor the fact that majority of fans haven't been tired of Roman Reigns' reign into how long they want him to keep the title? With mid-June making a thousand days, do you feel like they... 
Hold on, they got cut off because the shit is long as fuck. Um, with mid June making thousand days, do you feel like he could keep it going till SummerSlam? This thing could keep no. it going forever. <laughs> I I think just for writing purposes, there just aren't enough wrestlers. <laughs> like unless he's disappeared for months on end, I just it's just not feasible to to do that. But um. I, I mean, if they could, I mean, they, I mean, they could if they wanted to. I, I don't think that's in the plans. I think they're waiting for kind of like that right moment to do it. Um, it just hadn't been the previous two years. I mean, it just wasn't. It just wasn't the plan. You know, what I'm saying even when Vince there, obviously H is there now, so he's got a plan. He knows when it's going to end. He even said it. He's got the plan for Roman's uh, title run. So you know, trust the process there. But um, I don't. I think people are not tired because they have had to. And I think with Roman with him being such a big star, they can't fuck up because they can't make him unhappy. Right. And I think that has led them to say, okay, we actually have to make stories where he's interesting and he can, he continues being interesting. And that's what you see here. I I would imagine they probably have every single writer that they have on deck working on Roman stuff all the time, just to make sure that it keeps going. I think in general, and I don't know what the hell is going on behind me, but I think, He's a, I think by virtue of now of him not being seen every week, it's sort of lined the load and make it a little bit more interesting. I also think they have not, they could do one thing to probably prolong this and that would probably be turning him face. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's time. It, but the thing is, is like, you got to make that it could literally extend it to a thousand. That could literally extend it to a thousand. And the thing also is, is that like the, if the Sami Zayn thing happens and he turns heel on Sami, that's another what meal like couple months of him being heel. But the people are absolutely ready for him to turn face, and that's the interesting part to me. But the 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 mania thing is that like, do you have Rock return healing it up, or how how deep of a you know what I'm saying what are the characters play, at play here for that match and. Because he, I mean, I said it the other week on, on when he came on Raw, I was like, this guy's not a heel. And he doesn't even honestly do a lot of heelish, heelish shit no more. He just does a bunch of tweener shit. So You just, that's cool shit, man. He's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's just cool. Like, he's the coolest motherfucker on, on the show constantly. Like, if I had to rate it, if Randy was still there, like, if he was still active right now, Randy would probably be number, a close number two of the coolest person on the shows. Yeah, if nigga threw Sami Zayn a shirt and got cheered loudly yeah <laughs> and that's just some cool shit um because right. it's cool now to be with him so it's it's a you know gang shit um pick another number big, in, big nwo vibes with that so uh 23 michael jordan by the end of 2024 where do you see wwe and aew when are their tv rights deals up that year um I see WWE doing something very outside the box with their TV deal. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm kind of afraid of it because it's going to be something like definitely that we've never seen before in the in the space. Um looking at the way they're trying to launch into the metaverse uh early by the way and launch into all these other emerging markets, I definitely see more integration with their talent on TV shows and on their own TV shows as well. I mean Bianca's getting her own streaming show on Hulu. Shout out to her. Um, I see a huge TV deal in the making for them. I don't, I don't think the Peacock thing will ever go away. I just think that the, the terms of some of these deals are going to change. I, I honestly don't see raw leaving USA right now, to be honest with you, but I definitely see them being a bigger fixture on Fox programming. I, even if they make another show on Fox, even if main event goes to Fox, 
from now on. So even with like NFL and MLB moving to streaming services, you don't ever see WWE on a weekly basis, whether it be Friday Night SmackDown, maybe. Well, Um, that that was what I was saying. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's what I was saying was the terms that were going to scare me was that we could potentially be seeing day and date raw or live raws on, on a Peacock or a Hulu because as you look at the the numbers and the ratings, you got to think now, how much does that matter more than the fact that we have something that's weekly that can go on this failing platform as Peacock? They lost, what, $3 billion or something like that? Like they lost some crazy amount of money on Peacock. Third quarter was terrible for them on Peacock. The only thing that really saved it, the only thing that is saving it is that billion dollar deal they cut with WWE. And maybe if you take that million of people who watch uh, Raw every week, you give them an introductory price of two ninety nine, three ninety nine, and they can watch Raw on there. The same time they could, they don't gotta have even have cable anymore. Let's see what the turnover is gonna be, and that's what's gonna be the scary part about it is putting something like Raw on such a uncharted, you know, thing. Like, cause football does it now with with Amazon. You know what I mean? And MLB is gonna be doing it with Apple. Like, that's the that's the part to me that's gonna be the unprecedented part. And as far as Fox, like, I still think Fox's biggest strength is linear television, but um. I, I definitely see them adding another show to Fox, even if they bring backstage back. In terms of AEW, much of the same, honestly. Like I, I think TNT is happy with what they're doing. Um, I think re, re, at, at worst, Rampage will probably be restructured into either a, fir, a, a another hour for for Dynamite or something completely different. Because the way that show's going, it cannot it cannot go it can, it can't do that on that on that channel much much longer. Yeah, I think uh, we'll more to see the the expansion of Rampage into a viable second show. And then with their deal, their television deals kind of renewing, they'll have an opportunity to make that second show in a try. Essentially, they're borrowing whatever WCW did. Like, you, literally, the steps that WCW took with Thunder, that's exactly what's going to happen with Rampage. And it's going to be Dynamite and Rampage. It's going to be two times a week, two times the eyes. Not really two times. But <laughs> but maybe like 1.3 times the eyes. But um, that's where I kind of see it. But that's kind of where it kind of ends. I don't see them at this point, unless the tides change, I don't see them nabbing any major free agent star. Um, I think they kind of have to be able to do the best with what they got. I think they actually lose stars, If you if you had to ask me. I think... There's a big tide of uh, the tide has turned significantly with the new regime in WWE, and I think AEW actually begins to lose stars. And now that'll hurt, and I think they'll probably get some of the because I can see I if you think releases aren't going to happen in Triple H's WWE, they are for sure going to happen. And I think that some of these people that don't work out in NXT or or in main roster, I I think you'll see you'll see them on, on AEW, and I mean. Good luck with Dana Brooke over there, but good luck with Lacey hey man, Play time is over. Play time is over. <laughs> um, pick another number. 22. This one comes from, says, the A fan from South Africa. Oh, shout, shout out, out to South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Um, if AEW had to split their talent across two shows like WWE did with Raw and SmackDown, wow, <laughs> great, great choice, by the way, would their shows suffer? In relation to that question, P, 
pick five wrestlers that you would center around each show. So AEW has a brand split. We got to pick five wrestlers to center around. But first, would their show, would Dynamite suffer from the shows being split? I would say relatively no, because it seems that way anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it it would be probably better. It would probably be a better show. You're probably getting long-ass matches on it, though. Yeah. Um, five wrestlers to center around each show on AEW. So Dynamite Rampage. I would say Dynamite. I mean, if it's going to be Raw and SmackDown, you could literally pick any five, to be honest with you, and put them yeah. on both shows. They're all roughly the same. I would have um, Kenny and the Bucks on one show. So that's three. I would put that. Maybe I'll put that on Rampage. And yeah. I would also have Daniel Bryan on that show. And I would have... Good Lord. I would have, uh, what's the fifth guy? It's another popping guy in this damn thing. Popping. <laughs> Claudio. <laughs> Girl, sure. Um, and then on Dynamite, I would have MJF, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, um, and uh, I don't know what, FTR, I guess, whatever. <laughs> Boy, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, if you had to do a brand split with this show, what would you be? Okay, I'd um I'd split up all of the factions. I would split up the elite. I'd put um the Bucks on Rampage for their tag division. Keep Kenny on Dynamite with um with Mox. I'd move MJF to Dynamite because they need to have a star, like a single star there every single week showing up. So that's what three and three and two. Um, also for um Rampage, I would make that the Jade Show. And, and have her be like the top champion on that show. And I would, um, I put Sarai on that God, show too. Women. Damn. I forgot about women. <laughs> I put Sarai on that show too. I put, I keep Brit on, on dynamite. Um, I would also keep Adam page on dynamite as well. And also, um, just to kind of, you, you got to kind of have a worker on that, like on that show too. I, w- I would put Christian on dynamite too. Look at you. All right. That would seem like a better show. Um, it, 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 you cut out a lot of the bullshit, right? You would cut out a lot of the elite bullshit that you, people don't like to see anyway. Kenny have to sink or swim on his own. You still have Mox there running the show because he's like the marquee guy. You split him away from MJF, who they, they've all faced each other before. MJF will be able to create and, and, and create around some of the new guys. And then Jay will still be able to do her thing. And Brit is Brit. She's still going to have the top show. So... You know, it's all about fu- it's all about functioning and, and making sure that the, the the optics of these things matter. You know, it's about making it matter. Pick another number. Twenty. Wow, I had it on. Literally, I'm like on twenty right now. Um, looking forward to Mania season. What big matches do the women have left to headline the show? Is Becca versus Ronda still, Ronda still a big-time match? And who does Bianca face now? Also, who takes the title off the Usos? They've legit beat everyone three times over. So, my good Dr. Curtis, and since you're a good doctor, um, I would say, for the women conversation, slide on over to the Patreon from last week. Yes. <laughs> because we have a lengthy discussion on that. It's only $5, my good doctor. Um <laughs> So I would say I don't want to um, not answer it, but we have a long, if you're looking for a long discussion on that last week's episode, Patreon version, we talk about it for maybe like 25 minutes. 
Um, but Becca, Ron, Becca, Becky versus Becca, Becky versus Rhonda, and Charlotte versus Bianca are our big kind of matches that we have. Um, who takes the title off the Usos? Sammy and KO. Yeah, I mean, even though KO is injured, it's it's, it's a six week layoff. Um, he'll be back, and I think that you can start that. At, I think it's a better, a way better look if you started at the at the um, at the Rumble. If you then yeah. if you do it now, they have a bunch of meaningless singles matches until then. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, it's, 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 it's terrible as it sounds. It might actually like be serendipitous that that KO missed this because his return will be around the same time as Cody, around the same time as you know a lot of people coming back. Becky is supposed to be coming back soon. It, I think it'll it'll hit harder when he comes back if he if he does it at the top of the year. I agree. Um, pick another number. I, I've, I'm lost. Uh, 17? I, I don't know what I've said. <laughs> That's okay. 17 was available, so you're right. Okay. Um, I know folks compare LA Knight to The Rock, but do any of I you don't. see him more? <laughs> I am not one of those folks. <laughs> LA Knight, is this you? <laughs> um, I know folks compare LA Knight to The Rock, but do you... <laughs> Do any of you see him more as similar to DDP? That's a that's interesting. He is old as fuck, so yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, he wants to be a DDP. He could be a DDP. I believe Too DDP old was. Man. Well, listen. If he starts showing up to SmackDown with uh, rib tape and jeans with boots on, then yeah, I'll give it to him. I feel like he could. I feel like he absolutely would. He's very much so a sports entertainer in that aspect. I think the DDP um, comparison is spot on. Um, you have a lot of even numbers to choose from. Oh, shit. 12. 12. Least favorite WrestleMania main event ever. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, high key, high key on the highest keys. Can I say high? Like literally the highest main event possible. Women's main event. Nah. Um, three way. Actually, I, I thought actually, I thought three way wasn't a good match. Which one? Three way with Ronda, Charlotte. Oh. Um, what's her name? Becky. You know, I think the twenties WrestleMania of the twenties have terrible non memorable main events and i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i have never gone back to watch the rock versus cena one never ever ever it is to me so underwhelming and how kind of like plotting it is and i feel like john cena would have a better match now with the rock than he had then which is weird to say yeah, because he wasn't watching his PWG tapes then. <laughs> Easily. So I'm going to say that is my least favorite WrestleMania main event ever because it meant a lot to me, and I truly don't care about it. I love The Rock, and I will never – I'll never watch that match back again. Um, Pick another number. Understandable. Uh, 11? Pick that one. Oh, God, I knew it was going to happen. 13? Oh, I picked the other 13 already. 14? Let's go 15. Um, <laughs> so, do you think Cody Rhodes could come a John Cena-level main event star for the company? We'll see. If 
think I think we'll see. That's definitely like a we'll see. He was hot as ever when he came back, but who who knows what you know what I mean? What Vince would have done, you know what I mean? When if he was still there, I, th- I think with Triple H, he's again the most interesting things about Triple H to me is number one ending the Roman Reigns run, and number two how he's gonna who's gonna beat him for it and how they're going to position those people. And since I think it's going to be Cody, that, that's who I think is the second most interesting part of what Triple H has to do on that roster right now. And um, I think I mean, it's possible. I think John Cena was number one. And as long as Roman exists, I don't think Cody could be number one. <laughs> he could be number one on a show. And Yeah, he could be number one on a show that doesn't feature yeah. Roman. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all that really matters. He was never number one on anything, you know. If he could just get that moment, he'll be good. And I mean, I mean let's just be honest, Mills. Like Roman has said it himself, that he's not—he's not long for this. Like he's not going to be doing it that much longer. And all Cody has to do is outlast him. He's—he's a, he's a young guy. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, four, six, eight, ten. Pick one. Uh, ten. Donnie Lucci, who does not follow oh, the rules. I have two questions. Do one. Where do you ultimately want to be at the end of this decade? I want to have a net worth of $10 million, and I don't want to work in an office anymore. I want to work for myself. What he said, literally. <laughs> I think I'd be good I think $5 million and all I had to do was podcast for the rest of my life. I'd be straight. I'd be good. We can get there. Hopefully. Um, I agree. Um, four, six, eight. Big one. Uh, six. Also, Jalen does not follow the rules with two questions. I I told him on Discord. I say it doesn't matter what type of question you ask, <laughs> but it has to be one question. <laughs> um, if you could be one character from your favorite movie, TV show, video game. Wait, what? All right, I'm not doing that one. If you had the book, <laughs> if you had the book, which stars would you build your wrestling company around, male or female? Hold on, let me read this first one again. One character from your favorite. I like the character one. We already just did a booking one. I know, but it says if you could be one character from your favorite movie, TV show, video game, etc., into wrestling, who would it be and why? Um, Kratos from God of War. He'd be a great fucking wrestler. Oh, like Mike. Brock. He'd have like Brock. Oh, All Might's a good one too. He'd be like the biggest baby face. All Might's right. amazing. Yeah. yeah. All Might versus Kratos would be crazy. That would go, that would snap. I, th- I think Kratos, biggest heel in the game, would have the best baby face turn. All Might would kind of just be the forever kind of Hulk Hogan role where he's just like the best baby face. Easily. Um, Four and eight. Pick one. Eight. Conrad Thompson Jr. calls in. Chat me up Jeez. about Starcade ninety seven. <laughs> Chat me up about Starcade ninety seven. Do you really think the reason we got a fuck finish is because Stang didn't show up jacked with a spray tan? Y- yes. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> 
look at him. I don't blame Hogan for wanting to kind of rib his ass and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kick out. Of, I'm gonna kick out of the fucking finish, <laughs> or I'm gonna I'm or fast count him so he doesn't kick out of the finish." Hell yeah, he look he looks sloppy. Go watch Starcade. I, I I wish that's that's my Christmas wish. Meals is that we watch that show. Didn't we we did a live thing about it? Did we? I think so. I think me and Cyrus did spot callers on it, but you never watched it. No, no, no. I remember watching it because I remember you laughing the entire time. I'm not sure if we we probably did put it out, but I remember I watched it because I remember you told me to watch it and we watched it together for the live thing. And then the shit started acting up and that's why we don't do live watches anymore. And essentially it's also hard to upload to various platforms because they don't want us watching stuff. And then also there's just, just mad other shit. Um, Number four says, where do you guys see yourself in five years? I probably have kids. Not going to lie to you, but I'm definitely still going to be doing this. Um, in some in some capacity i i think we are we are literally at the at like the the cusp of like breaking through this whole kind of like media spectrum and i'm excited to see where where we where we end up from there but like i definitely like professionally see myself again working for myself in five years i, I see it um i just, i think uh, I, I, I i got one more bag to get professionally and then i'm working for myself five years um Making a lot of money doing this. That's what I would hope. Making more money than we do now, for sure. Um, that's what's going to happen. Speaking to existence, my brother. Uh, I'm just going to go through these questions. The next one. I'm not even going to tell you to count. Um, Given all the changes they've had in WWE this year, where do you see it in the next five to ten years? I feel like we did cover that. So we did um, answer, we answered that. We answered that. Yeah. Said, we talked about it's TV a, It's deal. a different question. Yeah, yeah, it's a different question, but still. Um, I, I, think, I think in terms of talent, I think in terms of talent, they're gonna, they're, I think they're, they are, they are extremely going to tap into that market of talent that they build, and in five years, we will be seeing more kind of lash. Not, I'm not saying lash legend to, to be like okay, quality wise, but people that have come through the system like her. You know what I mean? I know she's a she's a lightning rod of hey, opinion. Man, yeah, let's fuck it. Fuck them. I like Lash Legend. More Lash Legends in the world. Less all you other broads that can't wrestle and have no excuse. <laughs> um, I, I, they're they're gonna double down on the um on the on the athletes. Y'all get ready. Don't get ready. Don't get mad. <laughs> Um, next one comes from Kenny. What loss in WWE and or the challenge history has had you the most bummed out? <laughs> um, the loss in the ch- challenge that had me the most bummed out. Leroy not winning his last one. Yeah, he's done now, huh? Yeah, he's done. So Leroy not winning ever, especially on that last one where in double agents, he played such a flawless game, got there with his girl. Um, but they did the cardinal sin and brought CT to the final and he smoked the shit out of everybody. <laughs> so um, a loss in WWE that had me the most bummed out. Uh, How about you do challenge? I'll do WWE. You do challenge. I'll do WWE. Okay, sure. Yeah. You do um, WWE one, that, then, yeah. one that bummed me out was um, 
loss that bummed me out the most was Seth um losing to the Fiend, man. That really sucked. I felt like he had a lot of really good momentum and he had just such a like what was the beginning of like a generational babyface run and they, they just kind of cut it because Vince was he saw somebody selling some merch. You know what I mean? And I I thought it was really it, it sucked to kind of cut his legs off. I mean, honestly, it ended up ended up right for him because of his heel turn after that, but it just sucked. And then it led to the pandemic. You know what I mean? And it, it was just a, it was rough for him. Um, Next question. We only got a couple more. I'm going to get to everyone's question. So be glad everybody. Um, As someone who works in the video game industry, what stands out in the Arcane? Arcam? Arkham? Arcane? Arcane series for you, Justin. I recently played Gotham Knights and theirs obviously has oh, a major difference. Oh, Arkham. Arkham not like the 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 video game. I thought you were talking about Arcane, like the League of Legends thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I corrected you. Sure, no problem. I recently played Gotham Knights, and there's obviously major difference in the passion put forth to make incredible games. Um, he says love to meals too. Was just wondering. No worries. I don't give a damn. Um, as someone who works in the video game industry, what stands to you? What stands out in the Arkham series to you, Justin? Their dedication to um, fan service and making sure that the fans are hyper served. I think when you make video games and when I talk to a bunch of the devs that work where I work at, it's that they want to make sure that the fans feel heard and that the fans have something that they can they can kind of they can chew on, you know, like um, they want to they want to make sure that all of the kind of passion points are hit where you see a character on Arkham, uh, you see like there's little detective clues and there's little files you can pick up. You know, um, the Riddler has clues and there's a lot of things that you can see from characters that aren't in the game, but they're referenced. You know what I mean? And, and I think people love that type of stuff. And what made Arkham so great was that you still got those moments. And, and from what I hear, you still get a couple of those moments in, in Gotham Knights, but you, you don't have the level of fidelity and gameplay that you had in the Arkham series that you had there. And it, it, that's what I think turned a lot of people off to those games. So, yeah, you hyper serve your audience and, and they will always they will always support you. Next one says, if you had to predict the Mania main event three years from now, what would they be? Mania main uh, event. What's the year? Braun 2025. Braun Breaker versus uh, Roman Reigns. Somebody versus Roman Reigns. It's The party's yeah. not stopping. Um, I think Roman, when it's said and done, Roman's going to have the most um, WrestleMania main events of everybody ever. I agree. Uh, it, it also... Where will they be in three years for WrestleMania? That's a big question. Um, Let's see. Um, Will we see another big name exit from AEW a la Punk and Cody? If so, who? Hmm. Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Daniel Bryan, because we already know he only has a three-year deal. I think he could leave. Um... Jericho's not going anywhere. He'll he'll get he'll get Hall of Fame, but he's not going. He's not going back to the to someone WWE. He doesn't. He doesn't just get- had a thing. Sorry, no. Someone had a thing where their deal is almost up in AEW. That was reported. I forget. Well, a lot of them. I mean, I, I guess the Bucks or Kenny. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to say Brian Danielson for now, but 
we've heard a lot of people want to get out of AEW. So (laughs) pretty much. Um, So that's just what we've heard. Um, And that's all we'll say on that. Join the discord. It's only $10. Um, Or is it $20? I forget at this point. It's worth it's whatever money it's 20, but it's worth whatever the part it's worth the price of admission. Um, does CM Punk wrestle for WWE next year? And if so, what do you see him doing? Kind of answered this too. Um, I definitely see him, if possible, if he does get out of the non-compete, I do see him coming back. I, I really do. I, I think that again, he is at his lowest in terms of um, just the quality of, of, of what people think about him. And I think this is the second time in his career that he did not get to go out the way that he wanted to go out. And I think the best way to do that is to kind of not right wrongs or amend anything, but really do it on a bigger stage than he had ever done it and get the backing that I know that they can do to, to give that to him. I think he does wrestle for WWE next year when he heals up. Um, probably around the latter half of the year, though. I wouldn't say Mania time. He might not make it to Mania. Yeah, no. Um, that, that's that's a lot of healing that's got to happen before he comes back, though. That's a lot of conversation yeah, yeah, that got to yeah. happen. Absolutely. Uh, last question we have. It's a wrestling question and a non-wrestling question, so I'm like, I'm gonna give this a pass. Um, wrestling question: Who do you see realistically defeating Roman Reigns? if they leave the titles unified versus separating them and where does Roman go post title? So who do we feel is going to beat him for the title? Cody. Thank you, baby. Cody. If they're keeping it unified, that nigga too small to be holding up two belts like that, man. I feel like he'd give it away. I feel like in this in his character, he was like, listen, I'm not a I was only a son of a plumber. I don't need more than I've, you know, need and stuff. And he gives one title away. You know, some good fucking nice shit. I don't know. Sissy shit. Nah. Um I if not Drew then Cody for sure. Yeah. If not Drew then Cody. I can see that. Well, it hasn't been it definitely isn't Drew. (laughs) Relax. After that nigga took that L. Um, where does Roman go post title reign? He disappears until it's time to come back and take the title again. <laughs> Vacation. I think you set him up with some exhibition matches. I think you think you do some one shots with him. Get some guys yeah. over as a baby face. He could. I mean, realistically, he could lose a little bit more than he, than he was when he was a heel. But um, you use him to get guys over. I think. I think if he comes back, he's going to try and do the do the second match with Cody there and get the title back and. You have a rubber match that they could do at any time on any big show between him and Cody. Non-wrestling question and our last question. How are you feeling about her loss? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it, I've, I've, I've listened to it. Well, here's my thing. Like, I never really stopped listening to CLB. I think CLB to me was like Drake's best project. I wasn't really feeling too many of his, too much of his stuff. Um, before that but um I, I i like it a lot i mean it's clearly just a drake album where he gets to he has an excuse to say really like off the wall petty shit um it's fun I, I mean what more can i say it's really fun 
I like it, but <laughs> I don't know. I think it's one of those albums I'm just going to take what I like and listen to that. And some of the other stuff that's not very spectacular or warming to me, I'll just leave it. But I do overall, I like the effort. I'm a big fan of rapping Drake. Um, so I do like it more than anything. I think, uh, how do I feel about 21? It's part of it. He is not better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is not better than usual. I saw someone say he's better than usual. I'm like, well, he had to get up to Drake's level. <laughs> like that's him up at Drake's level right there. <laughs> and he's still it like is. several weeks below. And it is what it is. All right. That was our Ask Anything Spectacular um, for the A-Show. Thank you guys for submitting questions. As you know, we weren't able to do the regular show this week, but this was still very much fun exercise. And we got the A-Show out of the week really, really early. Got it out of the way really, really early. So we able to enjoy our week as you go fly wherever the hell you're flying at this point. Um, Damn, don't be too mad. Well, listen. Um, but thank you guys, obviously, for tuning in. Um, I would say we put up the draft diaries on our regular feed, and from week to week now, the draft diaries will be going up on the regular feed. So those of you who have not indulged in the draft diaries yet will be able to listen to this for free. Um, until if you want to listen to season two. You're all right. Until the, well, the second half of this damn season. Um, <laughs> but until the, if you want to listen to all the episodes all at once it's available on the patreon but if you want to listen yep. week by week you know you can get it week by week it's a fun discussion we talk about everything on there um again no war well actually there might be a war report this week there, there will be a war report this week i believe it will be um kwan and a special guest i'm not going to spoil it but. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. So there will be a war report this week. I'm going to say get well soon to Cyrus if he's made it this far in the podcast. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Any final words, J5? Nope. Uh, we're we're going to be rolling into the holidays. That means year-end season is coming up, and we have a lot of really cool stuff to announce really soon about that. Um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're, we're, it's going to be a prediction show. So um Hey, we have fun with that. We're going to be talking war games next week. So, yeah. So, for uh, for Meals, I'm Justin. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Till next week. See you guys later. Peace. <laughs>